Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by StravaCraft Coffee. Remember to use the promo code DNVR25. You'll get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused, deliciously rich, and potentially life-altering StravaCraft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is beat writer Patrick Lyons. And on this episode, we're diving deep into this Colorado Rockies versus Seattle Mariners. Two-game set. May as well, but we're only going to play a couple of them. <laughs> See where these two teams are at right now. Uh, jump into the Armen Marquez roller coaster ride of fun that we've been on lately and then see if this can continue celebrate that's right Conorado that Connor Joe is back uh, huge news in Colorado Rockies universe uh just you know Chris Owings going back on the IL real quick nothing nothing major just just Connor Joe's back but excited to see it but uh, yeah, Patrick, they're they're back to playing baseball again, and it's not the stinking Dodgers. So <laughs> they're at home playing some baseball. Should be a fun little two-game set. And it's against their true rival of the Seattle Mariners, as you said, Connor Joe. It's a Connor Joe day. He's batting second in the lineup, playing in left field, which means no Ramel Tapia still talking with Redmond uh, just before we went to air. Said Tapia will be available uh, if they need him in a spot, so he does seem to be ready. Could just be a little bit of that uh, Marco Gonzalez on the hill, former Rocky Mountain High School graduate right here in Colorado. We'll, we'll touch on that uh, in a little bit. But it could be the lefty-lefty matchup, so maybe we see him tomorrow. Uh, but one guy we definitely will see and is definitely left-handed is Austin Gomber, the return yeah. after uh, a rehab start last week in Albuquerque through about 63 pitches, four innings pitched. So his number looks to push up higher than that. Uh, that means Chi-Chi goes back to the bullpen. Uh, in the meantime, even though he did just start on Friday night, uh, Redmond did say Gilbreth, Lawrence, Santos, all those guys can go multiple innings. As you said, it was just the all-star break, so they're all rested. They all threw about one inning over the weekend. So uh, a lot of good returns, a lot of good comebacks getting set yeah. for the next two days. Yeah, I think obviously, you know, Gomber's the one you, you got to be most excited about, both in terms of, what it means for the team's ability to play better, more competitive baseball, and, and really for the long-term future. You want to see this really be the year that Austin Gomber discovers himself and, and cements for himself as much as anything. I belong here. I can do this. I can be this guy. I am going to be an important cog in this machine moving forward. Uh, and so you got to see him now reestablish that after this off stretch here, right, with the injury. And, uh, and Bud Black did say, uh, just before the All-Star game that, you know, he he stopped just short of saying that Gomber's injury was perfectly timed. Uh, but but he, he basically said, you know, at some point this year, we were going to shut Austin down or, or you know, worried about his, his number of innings, right? Because this is his first full year as a starter coming after last year, where not only was he a reliever, but we didn't play 162 games. So you can't just, you know, make a guy throw 200 innings. That was never going to be uh, in the cards for, for Austin Gomber. So they kind of went, yeah, with this injury and then the all-star break, we were basically able to shut him down for a couple of weeks, which we were going to have to do at some point. So they obviously said, now I hope he's healthy the rest of the way and they just don't have to worry about the training wheels or whatever. They can just let him go. And so that's pretty cool too. As much as some old school folks watching this game may want to look back and talk about Tom Seaver or even Randy Johnson, guys who threw a lot of pitches yeah. They were on the mound for many, many innings. That just 
that isn't the way of the game anymore. Now you, you can't even go three times through the order. So whether, you know, it might be frustrating to think like, Oh, what, this guy, Oh, how much money is this guy making? And he should be able to not anymore. No teams aren't asking their guys to do that anymore. They, they just want the best that they, they want them high velocity. And so that means, you know, less innings and that means less pitches thrown. And that means, you know, saving less rather than, you know, setting a guy up in the first at bat, maybe even the second at bat, because he knows later on it's going to be more of an important out because maybe there isn't bull, there isn't bullpen help and there aren't those specialized guys. So the game is just totally different. So, you know, it, it might be frustrating to hear you say that, right? Like, wait, what, what do you mean? Like, he's a young, he's, he could whoop our asses. Like, yeah. how, why wouldn't he be able to yeah. dot, dot, dot? And you go, look, the, the game is different, man. They put, a lot of high uh, pressure and, and, and a lot of workload on these guys to do what they do. And they're, they're breaking down. You know, it's, it's yeah. one reason why that the extra inning rule is in place for, right. for better or worse. And right. again, that's a topic for another day, but that's one of those things say like, are the, how, how important is extra innings than keeping a guy healthy so that he doesn't go on the 10 day IL and misses more than that and has to have a rehab start. And now you're down to your sixth, seventh starter. And you're like, well, this isn't our team. This isn't the guys that we thought on the 26 man roster that we were going to take to the postseason. Now you got to count on a lot more than that. So uh, I, you know, I applaud the Rockies for doing that. And, and I, I guess that's, that's a positive thing, right? That's, that's a good thing that, as you said, his injury came at this time versus it's, any other it's time. Kind of weird and funny to say, but you're right. Sure. And my response to that, you know, I'm not the first person to make the baseball as a marathon analogy, but uh, I think it's it's perfect to use in these kinds of situations where, like you said, when people want to go, well, why can't they just, and it's kind of like saying, well, why can't you sprint out of the blocks in a marathon? It's like, well, you can. No one's stopping you from from doing that, right? Or at any point during the the marathon, just going into an all out sprint, like you you, you could do that, but you dramatically increase the chances that you're going to hurt yourself, and that you're not going to be able to finish the race strong. And it, this part is, you know, this middle part is just as important as the next part, and it's as important as the end part. So. And maybe there's one guy who can do that. Maybe there is a guy who does that and holds on to win that marathon. They might not set a world record but they might win the race and you're like, well, that's, that's just as important, but that's one guy, right? Yeah. That's not every single guy that's in the marathon. Right. That, you know, isn't from coming from a runner. When I line up for a race, I never go into expecting to win, even if it's a 5k, but I do expect for like my age group, right. To, to do really well. And, and that's something you find out later on down the line. Right. So that would be true for Austin Gomber, where again, he's not going after the Cy Young award. Then again, the most innings pitched doesn't equal the Cy Young award. Yeah, right. Too, right? right? So yeah. it's not even that. Right. It's just this thing like we're all doing our own race. We're all just trying to have our own personal best, right? Right, right. Well, uh, speaking of personal best, someone who's personal best lately that has been very, very good. We've talked about it a little bit with Marquez uh, basically being on no hit or watch when he faces uh, one of these teams, a team like Seattle that has been no hit and uh, that he at nearly no hit. He was in fact perfect against for seven of eight innings in Seattle last time again. Now he did actually get tagged for a run when the no hitter slash perfect game was broken up. So was the shutout on a solo home run. <laughs> you hate it when all that happens, but uh possibility to dominate and uh, oh wow. DraftKings only has him at five and a half strikeouts. 
Uh, not great. Uh, only minus 110 for taking the over. So they like his chances to beat that number pretty comfortably. They've set it low. I almost wish they'd bump it up to six and a half and give us better odds there so we can because I think he's getting I think he's getting his strikeouts. I think he's feeling good, coming off the all-star game, all that stuff. He knows he can get the better of this lineup. I like the over there. Yeah, that seems like a pretty much a gimme. You know, uh, our starters maybe getting less strikeouts there their first time back since the all-star break, maybe. Um, but I, I, yeah, very much like uh, his odds to continue the the run he's had in, in strikeouts. Did have, um, you know, it's funny, since that Cincinnati start, which was one of his two really bad outings, the one at home against the Giants, less than an inning, eight earned runs, abysmal. The one against the Reds, Still bad, but not atrocious. Five innings pitched, eight earned runs. He gave up 12 hits that day. Since then, he's given up 12 hits. So yeah. on June 12th, he gives up Since 12 hits. Year. Yeah, and in over a month, he's given up 12 hits. And that does include a scoreless Amazing. inning in the All-Star game. So uh, oh, okay. since then, he's mm-hmm. been pretty much um, a lock to get over those five strikeouts. So I, I, I think that's as close to a gimme. I'm, I'm glad that was the first thing you brought up. Because if if you, even if you turn us off right now, I think you got at least one W. Stick around, please. We want to win money. more yeah. than that. But yeah. even right now, I think that's a pretty good bet to win. Yeah, um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I really like that one. I, I think he's going to go out do well. Um, he, he's just been so so good lately. I can. There was the one pitch that he threw uh, that got hit for a two run home run. Harrison Bader, uh, mm. and that that's like the main damage. That's like the only guy who's really gotten him in a month. It's Harrison Bader. Who's not uh, a good hitter <laughs> also for, for a major league guy. So it was like that. There was kind of an irony in there that he put one pitch over the middle Bader. I'm pretty sure closed his eyes and swung at it, hit a two run Jack. And that is like 60% of the damage that's been done against Marquez in the last month. <laughs> like, all right. Um, yeah. He's uh, been, he's been super dominant and, you know, hitters do like, you know, do, do prefer seeing a pitcher more than once. And so the more familiarity you have, the more comfortable you feel. So that obviously would bode well, you know, for, for Mariners hitters and they're kind of, you know, scraping along. They're doing that thing of a, of a rebuilding team, uh, a tanking team really that is on the come up and you say, Oh, this was not the year we were expecting them to really jump into the fray of, of the postseason And, and to be around 500 or better than 500. And then, you know, they're, they're doing it a year early, which usually seems to be the, the case when uh, the eyes are set on maybe 2022 and 2023. They're doing it right now. So they definitely have something to play for. But anytime Herman Marquez goes out on the mound, he has something to pitch for. He is trying to pitch <laughs> into history. He already did it with the All-Star game. Yeah. And now I think I think Buddy is is definitely the Marquez whisperer right now. Yeah. Like, like we talked, you go – you almost don't want him to start that game in Colorado. You start the all-star game at, at Coors Field. So there's another carrot. There's another notch in his belt that he needs to, you know, kind of reach or ascend to. And I'm sure Buddy's saying, hey, first time right after the all-star break, go out there, shove, and make some more history. Continue to lower that ERA. He's in – why wouldn't he be in the conversation right now for Cy Young Award? Sure. Conversation. 
Well, right. We understand. He's, he's trying to get votes, right? Again, well, that's right a rarity. I said that whole thing about, yeah, I mean, if Jacob DeGrom gets hurt, he went right <laughs> yeah. on. <the> <laughs> like, and then he gets hurt. Yeah. And yeah. then he got hurt. And I was like, well. So, Drew, you're the injury gone. whisperer so right there. That you yeah. speak yeah. it. It comes to fruition. And so, so again, Sorry, there Jake. are these. He has something to play for, right? Totally. And as much as, you know, somebody like CJ Crone, you go, well, he's got something to play for. Hey, maybe he's auditioning for another team to trade. Okay. what? I mean, that's something you put out. You're not looking around the stands going, who's the scout? You know, I don't really want to make sure I look good in my uniform today. And <laughs> right. It, it's not you're, you're, you're playing the game. Whatever happens, happens. It's all out yeah. of your control. But Marquez absolutely, Mar you know, ha can control the outcome of this game and control, you know, the, the second half of the season for him and do and some huge things. He's got this reality in front of him too. I think this is something you've done a really good job of talking about. I, I tried to write about it a couple of weeks ago of this, like, he he knows that it's right there for him to do all of the things. Throw the first no-hitter by a Rockies pitcher at Coors Field. It was right there. And, he, and he's been close before. So he knows that's there for him. Become the strikeout king of the team. He knows if he just stays steady and does what he does, that he's going to fly by the strikeout record and the war record. And the wins and, and and all of that stuff. He's going to become the king of Rockies pitching, but I'm with you. There, there's this thing. I still think he should have started the all-star game, but <laughs> if that is this extra thing that he, now he's motivated to try to start the all-star game next year. Cause I do know that he thinks that you're 100% right. That he thinks that way. He was very candid after not getting the no hitter last time about like, I want to do this. I've been so close to throwing the no hitter four or five times in his career now, and he hasn't been able to finish it off. And so I think he goes out there trying to, tonight, trying to throw a note, like immediately in his mind going, no one has to get on base today. And that's just a, that's a powerful place to be for, for a pitcher to, to take the mound thinking that way. So, and I, and I agree, he keeps doing what he's doing. And if Jacob DeGrom keeps getting hurt, then it's, this could turn into the Marquez, Kevin Gossman race in a, in a hurry. How many pitchers really have the really have the temerity to not just say it, but to to really feel like anytime yeah. they step out on the mound, they can throw a no hitter? I mean, I, I think anyone in, in a major league rotation is aware. Like, yeah, obviously, if I'm if I'm riding the pine, I'm gonna guess I'm not gonna throw a no hitter today from the bench. <laughs> but like, really goes out and kind of thinks that. And I think it's probably in the back of a lot of guys heads but you know for marquez as you said you could see it in that post game you could see that look he had in his eyes like you know what i'm i'm striving for this thing and i think he's been for a while and i think he continues to he continues to kind of reach these different thresholds right and, right. and he gets closer and, and you 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 get a taste of it and it's and, and again for him to to really talk about it because i i think it's something a lot of guys don't talk about it. I'm, I'm not necessarily sure why. I don't know if they just want to want to jinx it. If yeah, if they're just like they just kind of know that it's not gonna gonna happen, and and maybe Marquez knows something that we we don't in a sense. <laughs> I, I don't know. Happen. He knows. He knows it's gonna happen. That's what I love about it. He's like, this is a matter of time. And you're right. That's a that's a short list of guys. That's that puts you in the class of the Scherzers and the Verlanders and the Kershaws and the guys who. Don't walk to the mound going, 
all right, man, you you can throw no hitter today. If everything goes right and everything goes perfect, you got the ten. You're hyping themselves up. There are guys who walk to the mound going, if I do everything right, no hitters in the cards. So, and that's right. it. And 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 luck, luck. That that's out of your control, right? There's there's an element of luck to it. But I think that speaks to Marquez, uh, his stuff, and that speaks to a lot of what. You know, people around him have probably been telling him, particularly Bud Black, is like, no, you have no hit stuff. Anyone can throw a no hitter. Like, I, I made a spot start in in high school and had a perfect game going to the fifth inning. I I did not have no hit stuff. Like, I I, I was not a, a strikeout artist. I was a junk baller, three quarters. Sometimes went a little sidearm. Once in a while, would dip into into submarine. But I I did not have no hit stuff. And, and there's probably a lot of guys out there in the same boat at, at various levels, but he does. When you swing and miss as frequently, uh, or rather when you get swings and misses as frequently as, as Herman Marquez does, you, you have that ability, you have something special. And for all of the outings you could point to where, you know, maybe it was a little bit shorter than you would have expected, right? Again, in, in Cincinnati with those, five innings and eight earned runs, you go, ah, man, just a little bit off on, on both ends. Didn't go to six or seven innings, you know, gave up eight runs as opposed to three or four or even five uh, in that band box uh, called Great American Ballpark. You know, you've, he can sense like, you know, he was a couple things away. There were a couple elements that if you say, if this had gone the right way, or if I had done this differently, then dot, dot, dot wouldn't have happened. You know, it was, it was something that I, I can remember from a couple of years ago, maybe, maybe it was 2019, um, where, you know, you had, you know, correctly identified and it was something I, you know, I hadn't really thought of in that moment of like, no, buddy's leaving him out there. He had gotten himself into a jam oh, to get wrecked. Yeah. and he was getting his butt handed to him and it was like, okay, he doesn't have it today. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I mean, the, the game was over at that point to, to a degree, right? Yeah. And it was like, there's nothing you're going to do to go to the bullpen. So you know what? You need to figure out. This is a learning lesson for you, Herman. And to say, like, you do the little things well, the big things take care of themselves. And so you get that ground ball or, you know, you, you do a better job of, of pitching, pitching outside to a guy to kind of minimize damage, you know, whatever it is, or not shaking up yeah. the pitcher working in rhythm, then certain things don't happen and it doesn't lead to that big five run inning or again, eight earned runs in Cincinnati, whatever it is, it, that doesn't happen. And you're like, just one pitch, just that one pitch can change everything. And you have to be that sharp. And so I think all of those lessons have really added up for Marquez and he's, he is in the zone. Yeah. In the friggin' zone. Really fun to watch tonight. Like I said, I've got the over on his strike. Let's get a few more of these for you, but they are all brought to you, of course, by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Always fun to watch your sports and throw a little money down on whatever's going on. We're about to give you a whole bunch of examples for the game tonight. Usually strikeouts, home runs, who's going to get hits, overs, unders. You can bet uh, at bat to at bat during the game if you if you like calling it, if you like getting a feel for what's going on out there. Obviously, you got uh, basketball, hockey, and football always to bet on, you know, when they're going. And the Olympics coming up, which is super cool and fun and awesome. 
I might get in on some of this because I, I love watching the Olympics, but oftentimes I feel like I'm just kind of, you know, you flip around, you you root for America, but you, you know, I, I I need an incentive to learn that extra bit to know who I've got to take in the women's 100 meter butterfly or in the javelin toss or whatever it may be. Like I need to know I got to get on there. So that way uh, I can become a full on Olympics junkie, which I love doing. If you're like me and you enjoy doing that, actually, even if you don't care about the Olympics at all, you can very easily take advantage of this program. If you're a big Olympics junkie, then you'll know whether or not America might win a medal. Uh, they're going to win a medal, folks. They'll they'll win very, very many of them. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Zero. All right. I'll tell you. So we already took the over on uh, Marquez strikeouts. I do like the over on Marco Gonzalez strikeouts as well. Colorado native, as you pointed out, uh, not a huge strikeout guy all the time, uh, but uh, plus 135 on over four and a half. No Tapia, no Daza. Right. So the, some of the best Rockies contact hitters out of the lineup. Uh, I like Marco Gonzalez at better odds there uh, to get you some strikeouts tonight. Yeah. I like your thinking about that as far as, uh, you know, how, how will those outs come? And, and again, if you've got guys that aren't necessarily putting the ball in play quite as much, you know, Hampson leading off again, he's, he's prone to his big multi-hit games, but we know he has also had a couple, you know, three strikeout performances. I think he even had a, he did have a golden Sobrero at one point, didn't he? Yeah. Or maybe it's just yeah. been, been story so far this year. So uh, I do like that angle, and I guess I probably would take the over on that. Um, Gonzalez has had a, a, a rough year um, so far, kind of. Uh, I think he was battling back from injury um, and then was nearly an all-star, you know, a couple years ago. Yeah. Only 29 years old, you know, signed a, a nice little extension. So he's been really, uh, really big for him. Uh, and this is where he made his major league debut. And, I'm sure you even even yeah. played a couple games here in high school. You know, you'd probably yeah. have to to like the odds of of something like that. So, um, yeah, I, I like the odds of of taking the over on that for sure. Yeah, um, as you said, the Rockies with a couple of guys prone to strike out in there. Um, also, lefties stuff. Lefties have often mm -hmm. been a little bit of an issue for this team. So you're like, uh, as opposed as opposed to power, I guess is what I'm saying. They're stuff lefties as opposed to power lefties. Uh, so, yeah, I think that one will be interesting. Uh, oops, that just brought up the lineups. I was double-checking. Connor Joe is batting second and out in left field, going right, right. So that's uh, the top of that lineup is going to be, I think, one of the most interesting things. If it's a good night for Hampson and Joe, I think it'll be a good night for the Rockies if they struggle because um, they can both be pretty iffy. Uh, so it's going to be, a, I think, a bit of a rough one for them. What else we got on here? Let's see the Rockies just we do have hits, right? You always got to oh, look yeah. at hits. Um, Gantabi's not in the starting lineup, so he shouldn't be at one and a half, though it just wouldn't surprise me that that's just almost a, a standard be bear there. No, he's uh, you can't bet on him right now, no. but it's funny how you know you got the eight hitter Josh Fuentes at over one and a half. 
Uh, same thing for Garrett Hampson, Blackman, CJ Crone, Brendan Rogers, even JP Crawford, the Mariners, all over one and a half. Yeah. Um, the only real guy that you're saying, eh, yeah, he, he got a hit is uh, a former All Star Kyle Seeger, uh, big third baseman in his final year yeah. of contract with the Mariners. He's only at a half, and so that's minus two fifty on that. So, okay, we could we could see that. Yeah. That that they, certainly wouldn't be a shock. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, I like Kyle Seeger. I've always liked him as a player, uh, and I, and I like either one of those Seeger boys to to get big hits against the Rockies. So that's a smart one. They they're really tightening up on these home run odds. I don't know if they just think that. I don't know what they think is going on tonight, but I, I noticed it's like you're only getting plus two seventy five for Trevor Story to hit a home run. And it's not like he's been tearing the cover off the ball lately. Um, you know, plus 250 for CJ Crone to hit a homer. That's hardly anything. No. And what are the odds going going against? Uh, minus 500, minus. Jeez. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Really liking the odds. Really yeah. liking the odds for something like that to happen. Yeah, um, Gonzalez has given up. 15 home runs and 11 starts so far this season. So okay, something like that definitely could go down. I mean, you'd probably Rogers at plus three twenty might be your, your better, could better. be your value pick. Yeah. Could be your value pick. Uh, and, and of course any Mariners to hit a Homer, I think you definitely would, you would take the no. It's not going to pay you very much, but Marquez has only given up eight home runs this entire season. Uh, and he's given up two since May 27th. So, wow. That's yeah, and one yeah. of them was in Seattle. So that was that was the. That's right, the one that, that broke. The, and, yeah, and then the other one was the Harrison Bader one that I talked about at Coors Field. So. Yes, former teammate of Marco Gonzalez, both uh, for, came out of the Cardinals organization. Yeah. So uh, you like you like the symmetry there. It's kind of interesting. That is, I, I like that. Um, yeah, I think I might if I'm going to go a home run tonight. I like Rogers uh, for the Rockies. Like you said, not a great bet to pick up. Mariner, but if you just like the longest odds for fun, it's JP Crawford at plus six fifty, which is normally what you can get on just about anybody to hit a home run. But that's that's kind of fun. Uh, Ty France, they like it plus four fifty. They're getting they're tightening up on those home runs. They, they're onto my game. They're on. They they figured out that if you just throw down five bucks on somebody to hit a home run, it, that pays out huge. And, and it's if a you're in another run. state, and maybe that maybe that's how you win a little bit more. I mean, we are doing this you know, on, on stream yard. So we're not in the same place here as we record. So if you just travel to another state, they're going to go, ah, this, this person might, might not know exactly what's going on. We're going to get different odds to people in Colorado right. when it comes to Rockies games, because they know what's going on, especially if they're listening to DNVR Rockies. One, one bet that I do like, I'm actually going to say, and I, I've been, been noticing a, a, a certain trend here for a little while. My DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week, the oh, official wow. Patrick Lyons. DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week is for Charlie Blackman to get an RBI today by hook or by crook. It doesn't matter how he does it, no. but when guys are on base, Connor Joe's super hot right now. Trevor story hitting in front of him in the lineup. Super. He just gets it done. He can grind it out and he'll get his RBI by hook or by crook. It could even just be a ground ball to second base. It would be interesting to see how many RBI he had that didn't include a base hit. Because he is very adept at doing that. So my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week is for Charlie Blackman. Just have one RBI, minus 110. It's going to happen today, so lock it in. 
Love that. Here's one I know you like a lot of times, Patrick. We talked about this during the All-Star game. I don't check it as often as I should. And it usually goes the other way. Score in the first inning. Anyone to score in the first inning, no is actually plus 135. Now, I think, now now we know that when Marquez has gotten got, a lot of times it's been early. And and you mentioned got got. When he and gets got, he got got early. Got, got, got. Uh, and you mentioned uh, Gonzalez uh, having his his issues this year. Though again, we know he's got Hampson, who's up and down, Joe, who's literally up and down <laughs> from majors to minors, uh, and then you know, struggling, maybe not struggling story with the you know golden sombrero in his last game, but then came up with the big sack fly late. So. I like the no here. I like no runs scored in the first inning, especially because usually you're not going to get plus 135. It's just two half frames where nobody scores, which I feel like is typically the norm, right? I like that. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, Marquez in the first inning, that's actually been his worst innings. Yeah. Um, And how much is that, you know, again, is he did give up eight runs in that that giant start. So I mean, you throw that out, that actually changes and skews the numbers quite a bit. Um, it's it's funny his numbers as the game goes on get somewhat better. So he has the bad first inning against the Giants, so that's skewed things. Five point seven nine ERA in the first, in the second, and even four in the third, and even three in the fourth inning, two ERA. And so by that point, he's already seen twice, or you've already right. seen him. Twice, uh, second time around in the order. Fifth inning, 2.25. Sixth inning, 3.68. Seventh inning, three even. Eighth inning, zero. Ninth inning, zero. Yeah. That's pretty consistent. So if there's going to be a chance for the Mariners to score a run, it's going to be to to somehow catch them off guard early and score that. But I don't see that happening today. I don't see that happening. Here's what I think you do, though. I'm I'm going to trick them. I'm I'm tricking the system right here. I'm going to put – a little a small, small dollar amount on no one scores in the first inning. But you can also get plus 100 on the Rockies to score the first run of the game. I think if anybody scores in the first inning, I think it'll be the Rockies against yes. Marco Gonzalez. So I'm going to take both of those. And, and then if they don't score in the first and they score in the second before the Mariners do, you can cash in both bets. But at least that way, if the Rockies score in the first and the Mariners don't, ah, you don't get the no runs in the first inning bet, but you, you land on this Rockies having scored first bet at plus a hundred. That's pretty sound thinking. I, I cannot argue with that. Got to have me on that bets show, man. <laughs> one, one thing I, 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 you also can't argue with is this new fun feature on DraftKings Sportsbook and it's most bases matchup. So you got to scroll all the way past home runs allowed where you can uh, do a, uh, 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 see how many home runs the, the opposing pitcher is going to get give up. So most bases matchup, you can uh, decide who's going to have more bases: Charlie Blackman or Ty France, oh. Charlie Blackman or Mitch Haniger, oh, Charlie Blackman or, or Kyle Seager, Blackman or catcher Luis Torrens. That one's pretty easy. Blackman minus yeah. one seventy. Brendan yeah. Rodgers or Ty France. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Ooh, I like that. And Brennan Rogers is a favorite. He's favorite. He's minus 145. Ooh. Rogers oh, versus Rogers. Hanniger, Rogers Seeger, Rogers Torrens, Story France, Story Hanniger, Story Seeger, Story Torrens. 
That's pretty I, cool. I love that idea. Yeah. I love that concept because it's bases right too. Here. Yeah. Total bases. And, and, you know, story goes like one for five and you go, man, every, you know, five at bats. All right. Rockies ended up scoring about seven runs. You know, he, he had a solo homer. He was kind of quiet. Everybody else had a, a multi-hit out and you're like, ah, he didn't do so great. Four bases. Four bases. Four <laughs> bases for a home run. I don't know if that's in a DNVR exclusive, but you do get four bases <laughs> when you hit a home run. I believe that, I believe that's right. We were on that first. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, I can definitely see myself getting way into that. I like uh, a Rogers versus a lot of those guys um, matchup. I like Rogers to have a, a nice game tonight. I think that's that's the guy I'm picking as my Rockies hitter of the game tonight. I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. Like I said, I think small unit on on the home run for him, but. Wish the odds were better there. One Wait. other, one other little baseball tidbit. Did, he's not in the lineup. Never mind. Take out everything I just said. They, I, I looked at an earlier lineup. Never mind. Get rid of all that. Hop off of Brendan Rogers. Bail, bail, bail. Everyone, get rid of the money. Pull it out. Pull it out. Put it all on Connor Joe. No. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, Fuentes is at third base tonight. McMahon's yeah. at second. Okay. Yeah, I, I did see that and uh, didn't fully absorb it. But what I did absorb is. There are two things you can bet on on DraftKings Sportsbook related to baseball. One is everything in MLB. And then even if you're watching the game, you can bet on balls and strikes. But you can also bet on the Olympics. Olympics baseball. USA. Team USA is in it along with Japan, South Korea, Mexico, Dominican Republic, and Israel. And U.S. is not the favorite. It's actually Japan at plus 175, South Korea plus 300, USA – plus 350, Mexico, plus 500, Dominican Republic, plus 550, Israel, plus 3,000. Nice. Yeah. Let me get in on that. I'm and look, we could go on and on about that South Korean team. Um, I really – I would rather not address the the issues with um, Mexico's bullpen right now, so I'm not going to get into that. You know, who's going to be closing out games? Look, bottom line, Team USA, plus 350. That's another one you can lock in. That's a free pick of the week. That's the pick of the Olympics. The USA to take the gold medal in baseball plus 350. It's the pick of the month. Pick of the Olympics. Well, I don't think DraftKings gives you odds on uh, no hitters, unfortunately. That would be a lot of fun if you could get on there and and predict a no hitter. You would think that they'd always have to be super long odds. But, yeah. Uh, So... Yeah, get on there, make a little bit of extra money. And hey, if you make a whole lot of extra money, you may be in the market for a new house or you may just be looking around for any of that stuff anyway, trying to check out the market right now, figure out your loan situation. And we all know that can be super frustrating. Trust me, I know. But also trust me, our friends at Chevalier Mortgage can help you out. They can take care of all of that, take the stress and the burden off of your shoulders and put it onto their own. They know all about this stuff. Plus they are huge, huge Denver sports fans. They're big supporters of DNVR, so they're a part of the family too. That way you know that you're not dealing with this total stranger in this really important kind of intimate moment in your life that you're trying to figure out. You're doing it with Mike and Virginia Chevalier. You're doing it with members of the DNVR family, just like talking to people in the Discord channel or getting together down at the DNVR bar. All the things that we do together, they're a part of that absolutely love the work they do right now they're hooking you up with a fantastic deal too because if you go to dnvrmortgage.com you can enter to win a free dnvr shirt or hat but most importantly you get set up with a free 
totally free consultation to discuss all of your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or Mike at 970-412-2472. Mike and Virginia Chevalier, the protectors of the realm, let them protect your realm. Michael Chevalier, NMLS, number 1931006, and Virginia Chevalier, NMLS, 1910631. And also, of course, you know, we got to give a huge shout out to our phenomenal friends over at Solace Meds. Solace Meds has some of the best herb you've ever seen, smelled, or tasted in your life, whether you prefer the flower, the edibles, the tinctures. They got one of ones, they got CBD stuff, they got cartridges. They got everything and anything under the sun and a whole wide range of prices, whether you're just trying to you know, keep in stock or whether or not you need a little bit of luxury items, you're having some specialty. They do deals all the time. Uh, they, they've even got something called CBN, which is something that I'd never heard of. It's like a, a sleep agent. Uh, it's like the CBD stuff, like the next step or whatever. So these guys are on the cutting edge. Everything you could possibly think of They've got it down there. They've got some fantastic, uh, super convenient locations here in Colorado. There's one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off of Broadway, and one that's just blocks away from the DNVR bar on East Colfax, just down the way. Very, very convenient if you ever swing them by the bar. I cannot highly recommend enough that you swing into Solace Meds. And make sure you just mention you've got the DNVR code. If you're online, enter DNVR20. You just tell them at the checkout if you go into the store, DNVR, and boom, they'll hook you up with 20% off your entire purchase every single time. So go to S-O-L-A-C-E Meds, that's solacemeds.com, and purchase from there. Go on down to the store. And if you go to the Wheat Ridge one, they'll also hook you up with a free Solace Bar King Cone when you use that promo code. So check them out, Solace Meds, man. They're the absolute best. And ask if they've got any left-on-left matchups, spot starters, or platoon splits. You'll really mess them up. <laughs> I mean, they've got they've got a lot of different things and acronyms. Go in and order a platoon split and see how long they they go looking for that because they probably got something. If there isn't something in one of those shops called the platoon split, and I was I I was promised Patrick that when Bud Black signed here, there was going to be an explosion of Bud related marijuana strains at all the dispensaries. I've I've yet to encounter a single one. I, I've never seen no there no budding black no the but uh, there's so many possibilities there. I don't know what people are sleeping on. Somebody get in a room and figure it out. And maybe even somewhat ironically, with uh, Buddy out with the the COVID protocols, uh, acting manager uh, is named Mike Redman. So you got that too. You got that too. You got How do you not come on? Could be trivia. Trivia is down at the bar. We got. We I know we got trivia some folks night. here. Trivia is, is going down. If you've been uh, watching uh, for the past year plus, some of the questions that sh- that appeared on hitting for the cycle there you go. will be in that group. So we'll we'll kind of wait and see. And um, I, like I, I don't know which. You have to have like remembered them too. Like, have you ever played a round of Jeopardy? Are you a Jeopardy guy? I don't know. Of course, uh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I figured you were. Uh, and then they've got them on Netflix or whatever. Have you ever accidentally like done a, a rewatch and you're doing the game and, and then you still don't know some of the questions and you're like, damn it, I remember this one. This is a rerun. And I remember not remembering this question last time. <laughs> what there was um 
I got snowed in in this town in uh, in Western Pennsylvania once, and every day when I woke up. They had the same episode of, of Jeopardy on, and so I actually memorized it. And so when we were, exactly, yeah. When we were we were watching it all downstairs in the hotel I was staying in, I got everyone, and they were so. Imp- I learned how to play piano when I was there. Uh, it, it was, you know, what it was a it was a time that I really struggled with, but in the end, it made me a better person. So this is uh, the, this is the I, I would watch that season of that show. It's like like a really good, and that my mom's right. Uh, The first time we so we had randomly gone into actually we went searching for a sports trivia night a couple years ago down in Denver and went into Colfax Sports Brew and Pub or whatever it was called back then, and they had a nice little time. So we actually played some trivia there uh, once before before it became the DNVR bar. But uh, yeah, very very excited to uh, get in on that. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's it's definitely going to be a lot of fun. I don't think we're allowed to play, so that's well. Again, partially understandable since I you know I did write some of the questions for yeah Rockies related <laughs> trivia. But even still, I feel like I could I might be able to hold my own. I don't know. We we got. I say that, but then I think about how hardcore our community is and how yeah. well rounded they are. Yeah. I'm not actually as well rounded as maybe I'd like to be. I, I say that, but at the same time, just Give me more baseball. I was going to say, as soon just as give me more baseball. Football questions. I'm going to start falling apart and stuff. But I'm very. Like I have a little idea what's thing. going on with the expansion draft, but at the same time, yeah. Give me. A, I'll read another article about the automated strike zone and what's <laughs> happening in the minor leagues before I really have a complete understanding about exposing Gabriel Landeskog. Like, sorry, but I'm, I'm just a baseball guy. That's it. I know. I know, but I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna be down. Uh, it, it's gonna be a whole lot of fun. Uh, I, I can't wait to get that thing going. Hopefully, I'm very curious to see like how people do. Like, like if we're gonna have to make the questions even harder, or people are just too smart. I'm gonna find out. Oh, I got some trivia for you. So since, so since we got uh, Marco Gonzalez getting the start for the Rockies, made his debut mm-hmm. in 2014. I was actually there randomly. Um, Went went to that game. I think he doubled in his first at bat, uh, which is kind of wild. So I was like, "Hey, this is a great story." This kid from St. Louis, uh, kid from the Cardinals, you know, from Fort Collins, and 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 making his debut in Colorado. That's pretty special. So it got me thinking today. Hey, let's kind of celebrate some more of the Colorado-born players. Uh, and there's been about under a hundred uh, people who've been born in Colorado and have made it to the majors. Drew, and I ask you this because anytime I do ask you questions, always one, I feel very confident that you can get. All right. That almost sounds like a put down. I was gonna, no, I'm, I'm saying it because I don't want to set you up for something really obscure that, that's going to maybe make you look silly. No, you, you've got your finger on the pulse when, it, and concerned, when it's concerned with Colorado baseball. How many Colorado-born players have ever played for the for Rockies? the Rockies. Don't worry about naming them just yet, but what would that number – that might be a question that you do see a trivia tonight, perhaps. But we're thinking Colorado players. Not many. Um, wow, know of a couple. This know of a couple is- as is, but are there any more than that couple? I'm so I'm. I'm just gonna think this out loud, all right? Because me okay. staring at my laptop isn't the best podcasting at this particular moment. My initial reaction was to think somewhere in the teens, 
Ooh, okay. And, but I think a lot of that is the, this kind of the narratively driven, like they've never been good at getting Colorado people and they need to be better at getting Colorado people. And I'm going, well, like, I'm sure there are guys who've just been there. <laughs> I would say there are two guys who have just been there. Two guys that are, well, now I'm giving you actual numbers here. Sorry. It's okay. um, there have been only two that have been there. There's some on the roster right now. And two of the other names, you you know. I just a couple so, other names, you know. So we're not even into the teens then. We're not into the teens, no. It's it's single digits, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I, I expected the number to be low, but that's uh that's especially I was so a little then, surprised. So then the question is, can I name them all? So obviously Kyle Freeland and didn't what's his name? Didn't Khalil Green didn't he get a cup of coffee with the Rockies? I'm trying to remember. I feel like. I don't know if he, he was born in Colorado. Is, oh, I thought he, he was a Colorado. Or am I mixing him up with. I'm mixing him up with a different um, shoot. Now I'm totally blanking on names and stuff. There is only one Khalil Green. Um, I mean, I, there's no like Khalil Green type like, player. He was, he was very. Um, he's a very unique cat. He I'll say that. Colorado guy. Um, so like Sergio Romo. Isn't necessarily on my list when it comes to Colorado born because, because he wasn't born in Colorado. He, wasn't played born here. he went to at school. Mesa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the guys like Holiday never played here. That's right. So, would, so there are two names that one name I know, the other name I don't know, but these are the like, oh, okay. The, yeah. They're on the list. John Burke, who did not have a very long career. I think right, he was yeah. on the expansion team. And again, some research I had done. I had seen that name before. Yeah. And then Nate Field was another one. Okay. And I'll say this. Colorado has never produced a hitter who's ever played for the Rockies. It's only been pitchers. Interesting. It's only been pitchers. That's really interesting. Yeah. And I think and I think in a lot of ways that does track um, because it's 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 somewhat similar to the Northeast with the amount of snow that, that Colorado gets in that. If you have, um, you know, pitchers are are going to have less wear and tear on their arms, and conversely, hitters are going to have that many less reps, right? That many less opportunities to play. So you're going to see less offensive players um, out of the Northeast in in general when compared with pitchers. Same thing in Colorado. It's not too many. You know, the greatest offensive player in Colorado history that was born here is Chase Headley, and so if that's your number one, yeah, right. When you're like, that ain't oh, so yeah. good, right? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the other thing too, is it's not like Colorado has this grand history of uh, incredible, you know, Hall of Fame caliber players. There's the one, there's the one guy who's going in the Hall of Fame who was born in Colorado and that's it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's fascinating. That's that I, so I don't, I don't feel too bad about going uh, into the, into the teens and it, and it being just a bit, a little bit lower than that. Um, I think you're right there. Yeah. You know, so I had, I had forgotten about uh, Chase Headley, and I had, uh, and then those other two people. John Burke is a name that I remembered having existed. You've um, seen it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, well, and of course, I know our friend Mark Knudsen. That's the other. That that's one Mark Knudsen. Yeah, he's he's the other name that you would you would recognize besides Freeland and Gilbreth on the on the current roster, right? 
And then the last one is a guy that I kind of forgot that he was with Colorado for a minute. And I don't think classic, of him oh, yeah. as a Colorado guy. Yeah. You got it? Who are you thinking of? Classic. Who are you thinking for that last one? Because it's 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 Ellerton, right? Scott it's Ellerton, that's right. Scott Ellerton, Scott Ellerton uh, is is an all time. Oh shit! Right? Yeah. Remember <laughs> him? Like he's 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 a top ten. Where the second you say him, anyone who watched those those years remembers. Oh right, that was a thing. But it was such a a quick thing but it was a thing so so you, it's not like the john burke or whoever that other guy you mentioned earlier i was like uh i well that i think the reason i i only remember john burke is he was one of their first picks yeah i can't remember uh, i didn't know if he was their first overall but i he, he held a distinction of some kind and that's the reason why that name had been in my head uh but the scott ellerton thing it was like Everyone thought that that was that it was gonna he was gonna be Kyle Freeland and he just wasn't. It's like ah, uh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, there there's currently ten pitchers uh, in the big leagues right now from Colorado. A couple of uh, names that I, I wasn't too familiar with: uh, Ryan Burr and uh, Jordan Holloway, who made his uh, debut last year. But former Rockies selection could have been number seven on the list. JD Hammer. Uh, he, of course, was uh, traded the Phillies for uh, Pat Neshek. Um, You have Taylor Rogers, who was uh, – he was a late addition, uh, all-star. Um, him yeah. and Andrew Kittridge, they were kind of just thrown on the team at the last second. But him, his brother Tyler Rogers of the Giants, a submarine pitcher. Uh, we know Mark Melanson, Kevin Gaussman, who we've already mentioned. So, you know, there, there are some names. Brandon Bailey might get back up in the majors. Uh, again, he was with Houston last year. Um, another Colorado guy. So interesting that they're almost all pitchers, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, that's that's it is, yeah. There, there's something that makes it difficult, and, and year-round baseball is harder in Colorado because we have a winter here. And uh, I, I wonder if that impacts hitters more than it does pitchers. Yeah, just just you don't have the repetition. I think I think David Bodie is uh, he is in fact the only Colorado-born player. That is a is a position player right now. He's he's the only one of. Uh, so of I don't feel like such a failure for not making it as a as a major league baseball player. Is what I'm saying. All of a sudden, I you're feel in like the wrong position. Like, yeah, those I long levers of yours that you have, you you would have been perfect for it. But yeah, playing center field, I caught until I was too tall, and they put me out in center. Never tried to pitch. Worst life decision I ever made, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, the only other names um, that 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 sticks out, and, and this is probably a, a better deeper dive for the off season that I, I was like, oh, I maybe I knew that. Uh, I I think I must have forgotten it. Is uh, Andy and Adam Laroche Laroche um, their yes. father Dave Laroche was from Colorado, not them, yeah. but Dave Laroche was actually from Colorado. And I, okay, didn't know that one. I had forgotten about th – there's a great story somewhere. Oh, you, you just reminded me of all this stuff. I, I got to go and find it. I can't remember who, but there's a great Adam LaRoche Coors Field Clubhouse uh, as a youngster – or not, not like not as a youngster, but like him bringing his kids in and then his dad be like a whole family gathering <laughs> that I'm pretty sure took place here in Denver. I'll see if I can go and find that. Um, I, I'm, I might be putting parts of different stories together, but the LaRoches have a, a very personal, deep connection to, to Colorado. I've forgotten about those guys. That's a good one. Solid ball players for a while too. Yeah. 
Yeah, John Stearns, uh, nice little catcher for a while with the the Mets. He was actually essentially a part of one of the final classes uh, of, of baseball at CU Boulder. Yeah, he, he played ball there, and I, I think CU Boulder they they uh, discontinued in 1980, uh, unfortunately. But but John Stearns, and so he's in their Hall of Fame. He's in the Sports Hall of Fame. If you if you go and check that out in there. I was going to say, technically, I, I mean, I gave him credit for one Hall of Famer. No, I'm giving Colorado credit for two Hall of Famers, damn it. <laughs> yep, throw, throw him in on the list, yeah. yeah. And I even I even went so far as to look up uh, people who have passed away in Colorado. Like, they're not from Colorado, but they, <laughs> they are now. All the old gunslingers, by the way. Every old gunslinger from the Old West died in Colorado. Yeah, there there were a couple names I'd recognize from various like biographies and stuff and, and research about Colorado baseball. But the only but the the biggest name to me that stood out was a guy that I thought was kind of a borderline Hall of Famer for a little bit. He has a Hall of Fame name and um, was a part of I think a, a few really talented Yankees teams. But Urban Shocker, his real name is Urban Shocker. That's fantastic. Wow. He's one of my favorite named players, along with Jack yeah. Glasscock. But Urban Shocker is my one of my all-time favorites. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Gonna have to end up on that baseball reference page later today. Um and I and thought Smokey I uncovered Joe Wood. Smokey Joe he did he die in Colorado? I can't remember. I, I actually think he's from here. Smokey Joe Wood, because they've got this whole thing. Uh, you, you gotta go to Ura. Ura is phenomenal. Okay, so it says he was born in Kansas City, Missouri, but he grew up in Colorado. Yeah, so well, his moved, high school, his high school was out in here when he was a kid. Yeah, um, so yeah, not not born in or died in his entire year. the middle so, part. I'm claiming he was here in the middle part. is as one of our. Yeah, he he definitely uh, needs to be <laughs> the parts that, that matter. The parts where you're alive, really, and and conscious of what's actually happening around you. So, <laughs> totally right. It was like, all right, uh, yeah, man, yeah, Colorado. Plenty of these other guys who, who will be the next great one. Can Kevin Gosman hang out? I like Gosman, man. I, I think I think he's got a shot to to really be a star, but it's going to be tough for any of these guys to be the next Roy Holiday. And will there ever be a position player? Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, one of the one of the guys that. You say, hey, maybe you know he can be someone. Uh, Jack Moss at a, a Cherry Creek uh, went to ASU this past year. Uh, decided uh, not too long ago to transfer, so he'll be going to Texas A&M. So that might you know put his clock back a little bit. But uh, big, big power hitting first baseman that was kind of supposed to take the Spencer Torkelson, and then they went over a pick last year. And so now he is going to be an Aggie. And uh, you know, maybe maybe he is the next Chase Headley. What every Colorado kid dreams about is someday maybe I will be the next Chase Headley. I could could have been me. I just missed it by that much. You just uh, didn't know him because he was three years older than you, and so you didn't know that's what you should have, <laughs> you know, tried to emulate. Right. Uh, had no idea. Oh man, good stuff. All right. Um, so yeah, cheers your Breck Brew on this day to the history of Colorado Rockies and Colorado non uh, not Rocky specific baseball. Coloradans. Coloradoans playing baseball. Yeah. <laughs> People, I was listening to a documentary recently and somebody kept doing that. He's saying Coloradoans. And I was like, 
please, please stop. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the exact right way to say it is, but Colorado. It's Colorado. Yeah, there's a, there's a certain, um, uh, etymology. I, I forget what it's called, but there's, uh, uh, demonym, demonym. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think that actually might be what, what it's called a demonym, uh, D E M O N Y N. But yeah, it's, it's Colorado. Colorado. I mean, you're not dumb if you say Colorado in. You're dumb if you say Colorado. Like, oh no, D O A N. Don't. No. Colorado. That's dumb. Uh, Everything else, far, I will give it to you. Far too many Breck brews or Celsius. Drink your Breck brews and Celsius responsibly out there. Have a couple over the next couple of days while the Rockies are playing the Mariners. You can get a bigger one down at the DNVR bar. If you're a member of the family, we highly recommend you subscribe today. You'll be able to get access to all the written content. You can come hang out with us in the Discord channel, chatting 24-7 about the Rockies or any of the other sports, anything going on in movies or TV or out there in the world. Very delicious things that people are making that look delicious, and they take pictures of them, and they put them in there, and I go, hmm, that looks delicious. It's just, it's just a massive family of people hanging out, sharing good vibes, enjoying each other's company, and treating each other like family. So if that sounds like a good time to you, subscribe. Come hang out with us. We'll send you a free shirt uh, just for joining up today. All that kind of good stuff. The bigger beer down at the bar. Do come hang out with us at Trivia tonight. It's 7 o'clock mountain time, local time here. Uh, down at the DNVR bar doing the trivia thing. I don't know exactly what the prizes will be, but there will be prizes. I mean, that's how trivia works. You go, you, you, you bring in a team. and Top you, three. You, Top three win prizes. That's right. So come have fun. Come hang out, drink your Breck brews, be a member of the family. Follow everyone on social media at Patrick D. Lyons, at Drew Creaseman, at DNVR underscore Rockies, at Michaela E. Perkins. She'll be back around before too long, before you know it. Make sure you're giving her a follow. Supporting everybody in the family. All the other beats, too. Follow DNVR Broncos and Nuggets and Avalanche and uh, Rams and Buffs and Rugby. And is there one, one more? I feel like there's one more. The golf. Golf. Do not forget DNVR Golf. I was going to feel real bad if I left our guys Mitch and Spence out. Got to, got to love. We'll have Spence back on as soon as his superstars team cools off a little bit, jerk. So thank you all for hanging out with us for this one. Go and watch some baseball tonight. We'll be along with you, of course, for the next few days. Keep being absolutely awesome baseball fans out there. We'll keep being absolutely Patrick Lyons and Drew Creaseman in here. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark.